Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show. Our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. I'm going to begin today's episode with some key information on affording and financing a college education. I want to start with something about college, and that is that more and more odd situations are available where you might qualify for either getting your college for free or get reimbursement for college based on a choice of work or profession. Right now, there are programs in a third of the nation's states where they've been certified by the U.S. Department of Labor to provide teachers free college education in return for teaching for so many years out of college because schools, particularly in the South and the Southwest U.S., are extremely short of teachers. And young people are not going into the profession. So the idea is to lure the possibility of a free college education as a way to attract people to teaching. And then with the carrot of getting the free education, the stick that you have to teach for so many years, that they're able to fill the channel with more qualified teachers and deal with some of these shortages of teachers available. Now, one thing that teachers will tell you, a lot of states in the South and the Southwest pay teachers very, very low wages compared to what someone with a college degree and that level of training and education might earn otherwise. So you'll hear from a lot of teachers, you really want to fix the problems with the lack of teachers for elementary through high school is just pay them more and have better benefits for them. But that's really a local conversation, a state conversation in each state. The important thing for you to know is there's more and more availability of state-based aid that gets you a free college education in return for becoming a teacher. I also want you to know about a website that I have been using because I have a son who's going to go to college next year called collegetables.info. Remember, it's not a normal dot, it's dot info. Collegetables.info allows you to put in the name of most college colleges in the United States and for free, you get to see the average net price, the real price students typically are paying at a school versus the established retail price that like nobody pays. And so it shows you for, I can't say every 
college, but everyone I've looked for, I'm able to see this information. And this was assembled by a, a dad who was frustrated how hard it was to find this kind of information about a college. And so he does it as a labor of love and the tables are updated and the information is available for free. I really love that, that this is available. And so hear me talking about free, 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 because I'm traumatized what the cost of college is. Now, I do want to tell you about something that I first mentioned several years ago. It's growing in availability, and it's called an ISA, an income share agreement, where in return for agreeing to give an investor a share of your income for years to come from the job that you get out of college, they pay for your tuition. So you eliminate student loans, but you also constrict your earning power for many years forward. And there are people who love this because they hate the idea of the burden of student loan debt being something you carry on your shoulders into the future. But I want to tell you in many states now, there are affordable college tuition programs that make the cost of getting a four-year degree much, much cheaper than they used to be. You're going to tend to be at a second-level state university, not the flagship state universities where people go and they live on campus and they have all the social life and the fraternities and sororities and the football team and all that. It's just about getting a no-frills college education And more and more of the states, realizing the affordability issue, are making these facilities much more affordable. Now, I know people criticize these second-level state universities that are also referred to as commuter schools, that they look like big high schools. That's how they build them. There's just a lot of classroom buildings, and then there's a building for registration and stuff like that, but you don't have the normal student life, you just have a much more affordable college degree. Krista? Jerry in California says, over five years ago, I purchased hearing aids from Costco for $1,600. They're working great, except after five years, they no longer could be paired with Bluetooth. Costco states my choice is to buy new aids for another $1,600, even though there's nothing wrong with my old ones. The company apparently does not want to upgrade the technology so Bluetooth would be available. I'm curious, Clark, what your opinion is about this planned obsolescence. Okay, I am as confused as I could possibly be. So they worked with Bluetooth for five years, and now they don't work with Bluetooth anymore? What yeah. would, what would that know, be about? It must be about? some kind of technology change. I'm not, is there some kind of change with Bluetooth I, I should know about? I will have to look into that. I, I'm just... Shock. Now, the most extreme thing, Jerry, is Costco takes back most anything, um, but not normally electronics. So that may not even be an option with hearing aids. And I am impressed beyond measure because you're the first person I've ever heard of who's had great luck and worn the same pair of hearing aids for five years. The other thing is that you were able to get hearing aids five years ago, get a pair for 1600 
at a time that hearing aids nationally were much, much more money than that is really impressive. I would tell you, as we covered the legalization of the ability for you to buy hearing aids from just regular electronic stores or buy them direct from companies earlier this year, you may be able to buy a much more advanced hearing aid now for much less money than the additional 1600 Costco wants you to pay for a new pair. But I'm still totally confused about why they worked with Bluetooth for five years and now don't. And I'm just disappointed that you didn't get a clear explanation from Costco about that. We'll look into it. And I'm sure that the... And we the, may hear from yeah, the, brain the collective trust. brain trust of Team Clark. You, our listener, you may give us the answer as to what's going on here. Because mm-hmm. I'm just, I mean, I had a dog named Costco. I have a dog named Kirkland Signature. So I, I don't work for Costco. I just feel bad anytime somebody has a bad experience there. Michael in Massachusetts says, I heard Clark's story about the lady at the ATM. Way back in 2009, my dad was tricked by a neighbor into giving her over $16,000 in cash. Whoa, whoa. Over several months before I sniffed out the situation, the bank was no help. My dad went to a local branch, sometimes twice in one day to withdraw cash, and no one at the bank raised an alert. I sat with a bank VP and showed her all the evidence, pretty much not even any sympathy from her. I did a deep dive into his accounts and went to the police. We eventually got a restraining order and scared the neighbor off. Fortunately, after my mom passed away in 2001, dad put me joint on his checking account and introduced me to his two stockbrokers and tax accountant. With that information, I was able to dig around and short circuit any further damage. So the one good change since when this happened, I think 2009, Mm -hmm. is that now there's the federal law that requires financial uh, bank employees, brokerage house employees, the rest, when they're aware that there's something going on or there's diminished capacity or whatever, that they are to report it and they are not supposed to pay out money when they feel like there's a con or a theft of funds going on. Doesn't mean that they always do what they're supposed to at a financial institution. But this is why I talk about Family members have to be nosy. You were able to limit the damage in this case. And you got to be nosy as relatives age because they become more forgetful. They may become too trusting of someone they shouldn't. And that's why adult children, if there are any, need to be actively involved. Even if the aging parent or parents are pushing back you got to push back against them to protect them. Eileen in New York says, when a car lease is up, how do you decide if you should purchase the car or just turn it in? So Eileen, right now, the residual value that you have to buy that vehicle at is usually thousands and thousands and thousands less than what that vehicle would go for right now, selling it as a used vehicle. What I recommend, first, I don't know if you'd like to continue driving the vehicle. If you've really liked it, and what you would pay for it as a residual is a lot less than market, you absolutely want to buy it. 
But if you don't want to keep driving it, what you do want to do is you want to see what it's worth at publicly available sources like CarMax, Carvana, and whatever brand it is at the used vehicle lot of the brand that it is and see if you have something that you can make a substantial markup on paying the residual and turning around and selling it yourself. In the conditions of the last two and a half years, the answer usually is that you will make a fair amount of money to a lot of money if you pay off that residual and then you're a car salesperson temporarily selling it off to whoever will pay you the most money. And speaking of cars, how about turning a car you have into a new side business for you? More and more opportunity, but new competition is coming into this marketplace. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Fortunately, car rental rates have dropped a lot. I mean, they're, they were crazy high. And I'm finding I'm paying more than I did back in 2019, which is the baseline everybody uses for airfares and hotels and car rentals. I'm paying more than I was four years ago, but substantially less than I was one or two years ago. But it's still a lot of money I'm paying. So there's an opportunity in the marketplace. And I've talked about Turo, T-U-R-O, where you act like you're your own one car, Avis, or National, or Alamo, or Hertz. And it's been growing in popularity. And so you rent out your own individual car to someone. There are even people who've turned themselves into little businesses with a formula of buying particular models that have a few years on them, and then making them available as rentals, generating a really nice income. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work managing the reservations, matching up with the person who's going to rent it from you, getting them in the vehicle and all that. And now new competition is coming, at least at first, in New England. Uber has decided that they're going to be in this business. Uber right now is in New England only with this. They've been doing it in other countries. They're testing it to see if there is a marketplace for them to do. It's called Uber Car Share. It's great because having competition in this for you to rent out your own car is great. And if Uber is able to be profitable with this, 
you know the way Uber is. They figure out that something works, and boom, suddenly it's all over the place. And I love the ability for you to take a car that's sitting there idle and turning it into cash. So do you know that the average vehicle sits parked, not used, over 23 hours out of each 24? I want you to think about that. Now, maybe in your life it's different. Maybe you're in your vehicle all day long. But it's a depreciating asset that sits almost all the time. If we could eliminate that, how great. And that's why in the future it really is possible. The technology is coming where we will have vehicles that are only on demand when we need them to go somewhere. And that's Elon Musk's dream. I can tell you as someone who's driven Teslas for 11 years now and first tried the first generation of autopilot, I guess it was eight years ago or seven years ago, and it was really rough and terrible. It's getting better and better, and we're getting closer and closer to an era where vehicles will be basically operated by themselves. You'll put in the destination and you'll do it. Now, Christo, on road trips, you're very much into control. Are you able? No, I mean, it's, it's your personality. On road trips, yeah. No, <laughs> in, in life. <laughs> Sorry. On road trips, are you able in your Tesla, are you able to just turn over the car to autopilot and let it drive for you? Um, yes. If I'm on like a highway, I just used it actually the other day when I was doing a road trip and um, I do let it drive me, but I'm very, very aware of what's going on. How long did it take you to trust it and let it I never drive totally from? trust it. I mean, as long as I'm on a straight highway, but when things start looking crowded ahead or anything like that, or there's construction, I turn it off immediately and take control. So I have the FSD, the full self-drive. There are times that on surface streets, city streets, it'll be at a red light. If you're just going straight down the road, stops perfectly, the red light keeps going. Left turns, they still scare me a lot. Oh, yeah. And four-way stops, I'm only scared of the other drivers because it neurally knows whose turn it is. But it seems we as humans at four-way stops, we don't know. No. (laughs) But the time is coming where... The vehicles are actually going to drive themselves. And think how different that's going to be. Yeah, that's great. All right, we'll go to questions now. Barry in Florida says, I read your newsletters every day, and I have for years. I'm confused as to which is the very best travel reward credit card to get. I want to charge a cruise on day one, about $6,000, and by day 89, pay the whole amount and get a large check back toward the payoff. I did it once with Barclays about four years ago and got back $900. Can you narrow down which of these current recommendations takes you to the best one that will do that as there seem to be so many choices? My credit rating is 830 so I can get any card in one hour or less. On day 364, I will cancel that card to avoid any yearly fee. All right, so I have a bias right now and that is I'm really into the travel reward cards that are independents, not tied into a particular airline. And the two that keep fighting back and forth are the Capital One card and the Chase card. 
The Chase is the um, Chase Sapphire. The cheaper one is the Preferred. That's a $95 fee. And then the Reserve has the very high fee of three nine no five fifty right how I'll much check. is it I it used to be three ninety five I should know because I have it I'll look look up what the annual fee is and then the Capital One has two versions they have the Venture that is ninety five dollars and then the Venture X which is three hundred ninety five dollars now I will tell you that if you travel more than a few times a year. I love the Capital One Venture X and also the Chase Sapphire Reserve if you travel several times a year because you're focused on the upfront sign-up bonus. And I don't know what the sign-up so, bonus is with each right now. Go well, ahead, Chris. We have what all that. We, we keep track of that on Clark.com, but the Sapphire Reserve is five fifty a year. I had it right. Yep. You get a $300 annual travel credit, which you can immediately use. And then they have a lot of other things you can use and it for. And the sign-up bonus right now right is 60000 60, There it is. Although that changes all the time. Will you see what the Capital One Venture X rewards? I know it's weird but if you travel frequently, the $95 version is not nearly as good with either company as the more expensive, the 395 with the Capital One Venture X and the 550 with the Sapphire 75,000 point bonus. So at this particular second, the sign-up bonus is worth more on the Venture X than the one on the Sapphire Reserve, but read about both of them. Why do I prefer them? I want you to be a free agent, and after you net out the benefits of each of them, if you travel even just several times a year, the net cost of having the annual fee ends up being below zero in both cases. So read them, check them out. You get the great sign-up bonuses and those get you a lot of free travel. I really like the Chase Sapphire Reserve because if you book through them, like if you book any travel through the portal, you get 20% back in points if you're using any of your points for travel. And so and, that is great. And for everyday charges, you earn 1x. Mm -hmm. All right, what do you earn on the Capital One uh, is it Venture two? X? 2x. I think it's 1x. 2x on Venture Capital for any Venture purchase? X. Any purchase. 2x and you get more than that obviously for travel stuff but oh, then you, yeah but you earn 5x on on flights and 10 times on hotels and car rentals if when you, you purchase through, through chase them. yeah yeah so you got to read how these programs work but they are superior to the tie-in credit cards with the big three american united and delta Heidi in Washington says, what are Clark's thoughts about living on a residential cruise ship for retirement? For example, Victoria Cruise Lines around the world cruise. So Heidi, um, you're talking about my son's dream is to live on a cruise ship year round. The residential cruise ships are very, very expensive. You live in, in very small spaces unless you really pry open the wallet. And so this is something that has to be for the right person. You have to love the idea of being on a ship all the time, all year round. And with a lot of the residential cruise ships, 
you're not renting that space. You are buying a cabin and then have all the attendant fees. It'd be like living in a condominium and having all the fees with it. What I recommend anytime somebody is considering this is go do a traditional cruise, one that is a couple of month cruise, not a one month. I would do a two month cruise. And you'll have a real sense after two months on a cruise ship, are you really someone who should live on a cruise ship year round? Because we're talking about the psychological factor as well as the financial factor. Richard in South Carolina says, hi, Clark, love the podcast. My question, it's obvious you're a good steward with your finances. So why do you spend money as if you were broke? (laughs) So I don't. Did you hear what I drive? I just said a couple of minutes ago, I've been driving a Tesla for 11 years. That's a big expense. We live in a very nice house. I live a very nice life. On things that are not important to me, I spend as little money as possible. Those of you who watch the video version of our podcast, you can see I don't care about clothes at all. (laughs) I mean, the pants I'm wearing, the shirt I'm wearing combined cost me $12. And I know for people that only buy thrift, you can't believe I spend as much as $12 for an outfit. But for most people, that's really, really a small amount of money. I'm very careful when I buy groceries. My favorite grocery store is Aldi. I mean, I'm so careful with every dollar. Use coupons. Look for discounts through apps. All those things. Because why waste money? And I do live a life not of deprivation. I live a very comfortable life. I travel all over the world. You give a lot of money to charity, I mean, I know you don't like to, but you do. You give so much money to charity. Well, our number one expense in our life is taxes, far and away. And number two is charity. And I think it's really important that it means a lot to me to be able to give to causes that really matter to me. And so that is a higher priority to me than wearing some brand name shirt. Well, I shouldn't say that. I am wearing a brand name shirt. I'm wearing a member's mark (laughs) private label shirt from Sam's Club that I got on clearance for $6.91. Not that I remember the cost. But it's all about priorities in life once you're living on less than what you make. So I have some priorities that really matter. Others that are not priorities. And when they're not a priority, I'm going to be thrifty. It's how I'm wired. That's what it's about, and that's the way I am, and I know it seems quirky to some people or weird, but it is what I'm about. You call me a sum of contradictions, right? (laughs) But I want to thank you so much for being with us today, and I want to ask, speaking of living on less than what you make, have you tried our new savings account calculator? It's something we're proud of that lets you see what ifs. You put this much money in savings, what are you going to end up with? What are you going to have? How long is it going to take you to get there? Visit Clark.com slash savings calculator to check it out and build up some reserve in your life. And remember, interest rates on savings accounts and CDs are unusually high compared to what they've been the last 15 years. 
and our calculator is all about savings accounts, remember that we are in a window right now that if you have money you don't need to have access to right away, you should look at locking money in to some of the great rates on CDs right now that we have listed for you at Clark.com. And also, the best place to buy CDs from a discount broker, Vanguard, Schwab, or Fidelity. Have an absolutely wonderful rest of your day. Remember, save more, spend less, and avoid getting ripped off.